Welcome to the Roost News, the place for all things volunteer. I am Lillian Lee, co-lead for the Roost News, and today's topic is technology training. I'm excited because we have two very special guests, and both are volunteers. So before we get started with the topic and the information for the volunteers and staff, I would like to introduce Gail Tate, and I call Gail the lead or coordinator for the technology training. And she has invited a very special guest to Gail, Larry Shields, who's been a, a member of the tech training for a little while. So we're going to get started with that in just a moment. But before we share that valuable information, informative information, we want you to meet Gail and Larry. So Gail, if you share a little bit about you, why you decided to do the tech training uh, what is your passion for AARP? And then we'll turn it over to Larry to talk about his passion for AARP and why the involvement in the tech training. Gail. Okay. Hi, I'm Gail, uh, uh, lead for tech training. I'm in Tennessee and I volunteered early in 2020. I attended one leadership meeting and I was invited by the associate state director in Tennessee and the pandemic hit. So and I sat around for a couple of months. And in June, about June of 2020, the Office of Volunteer Engagement sent out a call for volunteers to join the tech training team. My professional background is telecommunications and technology. So when I saw this was virtual, I thought, oh, this works for me. So <laughs> I joined the team. Um, so since then, I, as I said, I'm tech train leader. I'm also co-lead for Fast Track. I'm in Tennessee, the diversity council leader, portal champion, a volunteer lead trainer, and part of the Speakers Bureau planning group for Tennessee. So with that, I'll let, turn it over to Larry, talk about Larry's involvement. How are you doing there? My name is uh, Larry Shields, and um, I'm a retired military officer, 20 years. And um, actually, I used to... Uh, traveled to uh, Kansas City from Atlanta to Kansas City to help the Missouri uh, AARP. Uh, and my sister was a tech trainer and we conducted iPhone and iPad training. So the director there said, boy, you're about the farthest person that ever comes to do to, to do training for them. And uh, uh, well, it served two purposes. I could visit my, my sister mm -hmm. and get a good lunch from AARP and uh, and provide some good uh, assistant to to a senior. I'm a senior now too, so I had a great time. Um, and then the, over the last year, I've been uh, participating with the Tech Tuesday. I'm very impressed with them. So I just got to come back every week. In fact, we got to have this done by four because we got Tech Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, it will be done because. One thing I do not want to stop you off or do it from uh, being involved in that tech training. This is wonderful. So now you see volunteers and staff, how important tech training is and how committed they are to come on the Roost News to talk a little bit about tech training. And then after this podcast, they're going to go straight to the training itself. So let's get started with Gail. Gail, you were there from the beginning. Talk a little bit about the backdrop. Why tech training? Office of Volunteer Engagement. Why tech training? Why? Okay, so what happened was when the and when everybody got shut down, the Office of Volunteer Engagement, a couple of their members said, well, let's do, they were experienced with Zoom. They said, let's do some Zoom sessions. The first session, they had 100 people. 
So then they did three more. And then they said, this is overwhelming. We need to ask for volunteers to help do this. So they put a call out to volunteers to start Zoom training. Mm-hmm. And um, and then that's what happened. So I wasn't there. I wasn't the initial um, team that started tech training, but sure. then I joined shortly thereafter Wonderful. and um, and have enjoyed it because before that I didn't know Zoom at all and <laughs> okay. learned it and now training it and now lead for the team. Um, okay. So that's where that that's how it all got started. Okay. Well, that's interesting that you said you didn't know anything about Zoom. So you decided you were going to join this tech team and learn more. And now you're the lead. So that is wonderful. Larry, why are you taking these tech classes? You're on mute, Larry. You're you're muted, Larry. Yep. Thank you. That's part of the training. You got to mute yourself when you're not (laughs) participating. But uh, um, the reason why um, I... I started uh, participating in, in tech training. Well, I, I needed some more skills and I have quite a few uh, tech skills, but with uh, uh, Zoom coming on board and being a, a member of my of organization uh, and conducting the Zoom meetings, I need to know how to do that. So that was my primary, primary reason. And then my wife was going and they were just offering so much uh, additional help outside of the, the training. I said, wow, this is super. So that's how I got involved. Okay, great. And I think a lot of people, a lot of volunteers got involved because of the pandemic and the Zoom sessions and really wanting to know, I want to be involved. So how do I coordinate through Zoom? So that's very important. And as I think about the sessions, and I have participated in several of the sessions and uh, will at some point, but Gail, talk a little bit about the different types of sessions. What do you offer? Okay. So for about the first year and a half, we did Zoom training. So mm-hmm. every month we were doing Zoom basic, Zoom um, intermediate, Zoom advanced. And then we'd have, then we started putting sessions in where people could practice mm-hmm. what they know. And so we had practice sessions. We also had Zoom kind of open house where they could come in and ask any questions and kind of just discuss what they're doing, how they're using it. Um, but then last year we decided since many of our attendees were repeats, so mm-hmm. they kind of knew Zoom. Okay. So we said, well, let's start doing some other applications. So now we teach Canva, which is a um, creative tool for creating brochures and flyers. We have PowerPoint, how to make your presentations more exciting. Uh, we've done um, Microsoft Alternatives. For people who don't have Microsoft, what other tools they could use. Mm-hmm. And many of these applications that we're teaching come from the survey where we ask, what else would you like to see? So we're asking our attendees what else they'd like to learn, what else they'd like to do, and adding classes that way. Wonderful. And I know I have participated in the Canvas sessions. And with that participation, it's like you need to continue to go back because you can't learn everything about Canva in one sessions, session. Uh, Larry, you have participated in a variety of sessions. Of the ones that you have participated in at present, what is your most memorable one? Or which is the one maybe you Canva. use the most? Canva. Canva. All right. Very good. Very good. And that's, uh, I was a... Um, old PowerPoint uh, mm-hmm. user and um, and I had to put a, some uh, things together 
So I started uh, uh, when I was uh, participating. I said, oh, yeah, I like this Canva. And it was, seemed mm -hmm. to be pretty easy. And then uh, now a lot of the, my uh, people I work with, they think I'm some kind of uh, guru. Uh, say, was oh, that your background on designs and stuff? Mm -hmm. You know, of course, I said, yeah, that's my, yeah, I'm, I'm a designer. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but, Very uh, good. but no, through the, through the training, uh, Canva was, is it for me? And um, but it's more important than just doing the Canva is how the AERP tech team presents it. Excellent. They they present it in, in an organized manner. They they get your input. They uh, stay after the, the the sixty minutes that we have. If you need help, or even later on uh, during the evening, night, and weekends, they are always there to to help you. So I so I'm I'm impressed with them with the Campbell and good that you mentioned that because I was going to say once you receive the training that's great that's all great but what what now what next and that's very good to hear you as a volunteer and as a participant say that the support is always there for you you always feel comfortable in reaching out to them and that the sessions are organized because as a volunteer participating in the training it's good for the other volunteers listening today to hear from you and to let them know that they can participate too. It's not just you go and you listen and that's it, but the support is always there for you. Gail, you mentioned about feedback. Feedback. Mm -hmm. What has been your biggest request, I guess, since you received feedback from the participants? What's your biggest it really request? Really, um, just many, I, I reviewed it yesterday just to be sure. Right. A lot of it is repeat, okay. you know, please repeat them because I need to hear it again. And we have begun recording our sessions and we put them on the portal. Wonderful. So mm -hmm. some of the sessions are recorded. And then um, the feedback has been good to excellent okay. for our sessions since we started. In fact, we even tell, you know, they're all anonymous. Mm -hmm. So people, we ask yes. them, give us feedback if, you know, if they want to see something different, but We've gotten great feedback. We've trained over 3,000 staff and employees. And that's the other point. We've had staff members come yes. to our sessions. So it's open to both staff and volunteers. Great. And that's good to hear because staff and volunteers listen to this podcast. And we hope that they will take it to heart. You know, it's just not for volunteers. Staff are welcome to participate in this program. With the staff participating, they can also let their volunteers know about the tech right. training program. Right. With the tech training program, you mentioned over 3,000 um, have participated. Are the majority of them repeaters, you think, or half of those are repeaters? What are you thinking? I would say probably at least a quarter are repeats. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and then, you know, we get new people all the time. In addition, as you said, there have been some staff members who have, you know, sent our links out to their volunteers yes. to say, hey, this is coming up. And that's been helpful. Mm -hmm. um, in addition, I think that um, the, the attendees, not only do we teach the classes, we kind of give them projects. Like on Canva, okay. we had them create their own virtual background. Okay. And we gave a gift for the one we... Um, and, incentive, okay. And, right, right. <laughs> to... Um, so we, we haven't practiced what we're teaching. Right. So we have sessions where we practice. So it's not just, like you said, sit and learn, but also how are you using it? 
mm-hmm. other thing is we, we look at these tools we offer. We're offering them to the t- to the volunteers to use in their volunteering. Okay. You know, if they're creating a flyer for an event they're having, mm-hmm. Canvas helpful. If okay. they have to do a presentation for their team, the PowerPoint, you know, how to make it exciting. So all of these, we we look at and evaluate to say, how can the volunteers not only take the class, but then use it in their volunteer assignments? Wonderful, wonderful. And Larry, how did you discover that there was technology training available to volunteers? How did you find out about this? Um, <laughs> that was pretty easy. Okay. <laughs> She's right in the other room, my, my spouse. Okay. Uh, I said, she said, it's Tech Tuesday time. Oh, okay. She kept on saying Tech Tuesday, Tech Tuesday. And um, then I walked in her office um, in the other room and there she was on that. And and I was just listening and listening. I Mm -hmm. said, this sounds interesting. And that's how um, uh, I found out about and got involved. And and then they were calling her. They were calling back and forth. They work on some kind of PowerPoint presentation in Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, uh, that's how I got involved. Okay, very good. So that shows word of mouth. You know, even if it's not your spouse, it may be your colleague right. or someone else that you know who is a volunteer or a staff member from AARP. So that word of mouth is important when you're talking about technology training. Why do you think it's important, either one of you, why do you think it's so important for volunteers and staff to know more about technology? I will say because it's the way of the world these days, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is going electronically. Everything is happening uh, fast, quick. Mm -hmm. It's easy way to communicate. Um, The pandemic showed us that, you know, to stay, to stay connected. We needed Mm -hmm. something and thank Mm -hmm. goodness we had these tools and it's, it's, and (laughs) the generations behind us, there's a second nature to them. Yes. So if we want to talk to them, you know, I remember I this was a couple of years ago. I said to one of my um one of my children, Oh, I'll write you a check. They were like, Write a check? Who uses checks anymore? Right, you know, right. you, you know, they use the apps for transferring money. So it's it's the way it, the way of the world these days. And mm-hmm. and the more we can stay attuned to it, we one ha- are knowledgeable but mm-hmm. also be aware of all the fraud things yes. that come along. Yes. And so if you know the technology and you know what's coming, you know what's the right stuff to do and be careful of the, you know, scams out there. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this helps. Great. Larry, your input on that? Uh, I would uh, uh, concur with what Gail has said. Uh, I think uh at least for me and a lot of my my friends, we do a lot of volunteer in the community um, in various things, you know, and um, and running meetings and and um, uh, and you need the technology. We need the technology because we have a lot of younger members that can just run circles around there. Yes. So we can't we we cannot embarrass ourselves when we're <laughs> when we're right, uh, right. Uh, conducting Zoom, for example. <laughs> You know, but that, I would I would say that, and I also concur with the, the things that Gail has said. And we are representing the fifty plus population, which is what AARP is all about. So yes, that's right, definitely, definitely. Well, as we look at technology 
um, you probably or you may have thought about this, but I was on a Zoom meeting or webinar with AARP recently, and they talked about artificial intelligence. How do you see artificial intelligence tying into the tech training, or does it not? We actually have a session scheduled in December or November, sorry, in uh -huh. November on artificial intelligence. Kind of an overview of right. what it is for people, what it's planning on, um, you know, what what's coming mm -hmm. and why we all, you know, 50 plus community ought to be aware of it because both there's good and there's some um, things to watch out for. From Excellent. So we want to kind of educate our volunteers around that. So Excellent. we're, we're going to have one session kind of intro, but we'll probably have more coming up. Yes, yes, that's going to be important. And as we look at uh, technology training, you all have had many participants, over 3,000. And from the participation and from your trainings, is there anything as you go forth that you want to change or maybe enhance? Have you thought about that? I know you think about it a lot, I'm sure. But what is it that you think you could do to enhance your program or delete from the program that's not needed anymore since the beginning? And I'm going to let Larry talk first since okay. he's been an attendee, and then I'll add. Okay, great. Well, I I know when we when we have our Tech Tuesday, the 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 tech team they ask our input, mm -hmm. and uh, as a military former military officer and retired and working on various places, getting input on what we want, mm -hmm. they take that in to consider consideration okay. and for me it seems like they take it and then they produce it um, i don't know if we're just on the same sh sheet or are they really taking our information but <laughs> okay. seriously they are taking our information okay, and they develop it and they present it um what we need mm -hmm. you know we're we're the the audience okay and they've given us the the the, the playbook <laughs> to do it so okay. i appreciate that Okay, great. And I would just add um, one one thing we did change was we had Tech Tuesday, but the first Monday of the month was also um, Teletown Hall. Mm -hmm. So we were conflicting and yeah. we got feedback from a couple of attendees. Hey, mm -hmm. you know, even though they record Teletown Hall, they want to be there live. Sure. So we've changed that we don't do the first Tuesday of the month. We do second, third, and fourth, fifth. Um, so that's one, you know, where we listen to the feedback mm -hmm. and uh, added that. But in addition, um, I think from from the feedback we get from the attendees, mm -hmm. it, changing up and adding helps us. Right. You know, when we were doing Zoom for about a year and a half, it was like, okay, this is kind of boring here. So creating new classes helps us continue to be excited and um, enthusiastic about mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. we're doing. And since, as I said, since things are changing, we always got new apps to present. Um, mm -hmm. We used to use Kahoot's in one of our sessions and we'd have little uh, games and stuff. So we continue to look at what's new out there and what we can use in our classes and what we can teach. Very good. Very good. Yes, I like the part about changing up because you want to keep the participants excited. And Zoom is great, but after a while, you know, what's next? What's next? And it appears that you all are addressing the what's next. So when we look at the training, 
And this podcast will be uh, viewed by many, but we also have an audio version. So therefore, I'm going to ask you, if you can, to share maybe a way to contact you or find out about the training. Is there an easy method to share on this program? The easiest method, as we say in all our programs, is using the portal. We have a tech training chatter group. Mm -hmm. If you sign up for the chatter group, we post our classes. We post our videos up there. The link is there for you to click on and see all the classes we offer. We have a page that keeps the the classes listed. Mm -hmm. But if all else fails, you can email me at gtate at aarp.org. G Tate, T A T E at AARP.org. Yes, Gail, thank you so much for pointing out the portal. And not only the volunteers, but the staff have a portal that they can go to and get all the same information as the volunteers. So that's important. That's very important. Well, I think you all have shared a great deal of information about technology training. And if I were listening, I'd say, oh, okay, I want to. I want to get started with this technology training. Does it matter which session you start with? No, you can come to any session. We repeat the sessions. The only one that may be a bit confusing is if you come to Zoom Advanced Mm -hmm. because it covers things that are already presented in Zoom Basic. But if you're a Zoom user and you are comfortable no, come to any of the classes. Okay, great. And then all the others are, you know, we even say Canva 1, Canva 2. So it doesn't <laughs> hurt. If you come into two, you can always come back and come to one and and or practice on your own. So Okay. I think that's important to, to point out because, you know, with people's schedules, they may not be able to get yeah. to them in order, but as long as they can get to one of them, right. and then if they have to go back and repeat or whatever, right. all of the information is important. All the information is beneficial to the participants. So however, whenever they can attend, I know you want them to attend. Exactly. And we record. (laughs) And I was going to say, and we we have, when we remember, because we get so excited in the class afterwards, like, ah, we forgot to hit record. So we try to record them and they can go to the, to the um, chatter group and get, and look at the recording. um, You know, if they missed a session or whatever. And like I say, the listing is always there of what we're presenting. And they can always put in a request. We need to see this again. Okay, very good, very good. Well, as we begin to bring closure to this podcast on technology training, I want to give each of you an opportunity to share anything else about technology training that um, came to your mind and you didn't share earlier. Anything else you would like to share about the technology training program? Uh, well, I will talk about this. It's going to be a sub team under technology training. But okay. what happened is when we were doing technology training, the members would get tapped to do tech support mm-hmm. for national events. Right. And so it's just not enough of us to go around. Okay. There's too many events and there's not enough. So in first quarter of next year, we will be putting together we've we've done the pilot but we're going to start a technology support team mm-hmm. for members any volunteers that want to sign up for that we will be training them on zoom because it's going to be supportive zoom sure and they will have three sessions one and a half hours each where they will learn how to do tech support 
such that we have a list of people that when an event comes through, either for a state mm-hmm. or nationally, that will say who can volunteer to support this event, and they'll be trained and comfortable to do that. Very good. Yes, I think I read something about that getting ready to happen. And I'm thinking, hmm, is that something I love technology? Is that something that, that I have enough uh, bandwidth left in my body to, to participate <laughs> in? But I think it's very important for that. So thank you for sharing that. Larry, anything else you would like to share? Um, I would, um, I think this is kind of like uh, maybe a summary of my experience. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, like I said, I've done a lot of things and uh, over my <laughs> few years of life, mm-hmm. but I the the AAR volunteers are some of the best trainers. And yes. I was a military guy, and we we know how to train. But when they come and present, they come prepared, and uh, and that's why I keep coming back. Because it's organized, it's to the point. Uh, you can ask the questions, you can get the feedback, you can pro- you can pro- provide input. Uh, so I would uh, put them with some of the best trainers um, uh, compared to. They right up there with the military. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. <laughs> yeah, Gail, do you hear that? Right up yeah, there I heard with that. The military. Wait, okay. I will definitely pass that on to our team. Pass it along, and I'm gonna right. give a shout out to Larry. I've been yeah. on Canva when Larry participated, and Larry, they did call upon you, and and you showed some of your work. So excellent, Larry. I know you have worked really hard with Canva. You probably didn't realize I was there, but there's so many people on there. But I do remember seeing you on Canva. So that shows that it, it's a well put together program because you keep coming back and that's what they want. And that's what AARP wants, our volunteers to be happy, to be excited, to really want to participate in all of the programs that they are doing. So thank you, Larry, for being a participant in the technology training. And thank you, Gail, for being that lead tech trainer. So we're going to say thank you to all of our listeners. We hope that you have enjoyed this uh, podcast today and that you will like us, make comments on the podcast. Tell us how you can use this. Tell us whether or not you participate in the tech training. You will participate in the tech training. So subscribe to our podcast, the Roost News podcast on YouTube, as well as your favorite audio podcast. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next podcast.